Triple H FM Sports in association with Atlas Chartered Accountants. The Post, Hornsby RSL and ISC Sports welcomes you to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. And now here's your host, the Raging Bull, Anthony Caruso. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, triplehfm.com.au and wherever you get your podcasts. Anthony the Bull Caruso back with you for another edition of our highlights packages from the Kingsgrove Sports T20 Cup, and tonight we bring you the absolute cliffhanger between the UTS North Sydney Bears and the Eastern Suburbs Dolphins from Bon Andrews Oval. This match had it all. Two teams trying to have a last gasp in terms of making the finals. Special guests joining us and an absolute crackerjack game all round. UTS North Sydney won the toss and elected to bat. It was going to be Brent Atherton facing up to Sam Skelly for the first over of play. Your commentators on the day, apart from myself, uh, Kiwi McRinish and Matt Mears. So Sam Skelly, he'll start uh, coming in from that northern end. And it wrapped on the pads. Big appeal first up, but uh, I think very safely and not out there. Very hard for uh, the right-hander to get a LBW to the left-hander unless it's sort of pitching and swinging back. But uh, an eventful start of uh, the first for the first ball delivery here today. I said, yeah, you did feel that North Sydney probably... They, they didn't have that big X factor. Like, Mossman got over the line with that huge innings by Peter Forrest. He, Avendano, is that man for, for North Sydney. So it's going to be a huge inclusion for them in this game. As uh, final delivery here. First over here at Pond Andrews as uh, Jenkins again plays this into the offside. They look for one, but uh, nicely covered off there by the short cover. As uh, first delivery here, and it's smashed away. It was just outside of Stump, letting him free those arms. It's such a short boundary down towards that southeast corner. First boundary, but it was just it was outside off Stump, let him free the arms, and uh, Atherton was able to put that one away to the boundary for four. And it was a very well-judged shot. Even though it was in the air, it was a deliberate shot in the air. He gave himself plenty of room, realised that it was gonna, he, was, he could get up and under it, and didn't try and hit the ball too hard. Just basically a chip to the green and nicely placed for a boundary. So I said nothing else, nothing short outside of Stump, which could be run away for four. He's going to have to bowl straight here. And he does, and it's right up in the block hole. No ball called. We'll see if it's a buy or leg buy. It is a no ball. So he's saying that he did hit it in. Oh, no, it is a leg buy. I thought it might have been a leg oh, buy there. We but we do have the first free hit of the innings. And... Uh, a little bit excited here. We've got the left-hander hitting to that uh, somewhat high, but not high enough uh, fence towards the freeway. There could be trouble here. There could absolutely be trouble right here, right now. So a no-ball leg by for those who are scoring aficionados. If you're wondering how that goes into the scorebook, that is actually a triangle, an upside-down triangle with a circle around it. So, I, uh, I've learned something today, and I do quite a bit of scoring. So, yeah, so I would have just not not put the uh, leg by against the bowler. But no, no, it doesn't go against the bowler. But just yeah, but no, I wouldn't have put it in the bowler's yeah. box. Yeah. Well, we you're actually taught to actually put it in the box, but you don't count it. Yeah, obviously so, yeah. it's not counted. So free hit. Where is this going to go? I don't know. 
Oh, I said, I know where I'm hoping it's going to go. He comes into the left-hander and he tries to go that way. But it's just across the ground. They're going to chase hard. Uh, and it's just brought in on that uh, boundary towards the freeway on the eastern side. They will pick up two. Um, they'll now move through to none for 11 here in the third over. He, he was looking for it. He was looking for it. The one thing I did notice, though, with the out the outfield here, the grass is a little lush. Not not massively Mate, lush. Just come enough. and come and play some park cricket with me, and I'll show you lush. <laughs> oh, I'd love to play on this and and get some value for shots. As uh, other than this, tries to roll this one on the fa off the face of the bat, but uh, probably lucky for him, he probably didn't quite get the middle, and it's just slowly rolled towards point. He picks up another single. He now moves on to ten. I'm sure North Sydney are not on what they want to be. Is that one just short and pulled away? That is six. Easy as you like. I said, you know, the, the boundaries are short at number at North Sydney number one square. They're even shorter here at North Sydney number two. And it was just a little bit short by Skelly. And Jenkins just got in the perfect position to put it away. Wasn't even phased by the fielder down here at deep square leg. No, absolutely not phased whatsoever. And I think an early indication here that it is incredibly dangerous to bowl too short on this pitch. We just saw what happened. It just sat up and said, hit me. And that's pretty much what it's done. For those who have not been to Bon Andrews, it is up on top of a hill. So anything that clears the fence on the western side, it's going for a run down the hill. They managed to get the ball back. Um, there will be little risk of the ball actually being damaged at that point because it is all grass. But I tell you what. If, you, if you're coming for your uh, afternoon jog or something as you finish working from home or... Uh you're making your way home from... Uh, you, might, you may be walking down to the bus stop or something. You might need to watch out if you're uh, coming through uh, the park here today. There is a nice little crowd starting to build around uh, around here. I said, I think, the lure of some Thursday afternoon T20 cricket. Hard for some to pass up. I'll tell you what, they, if they can improve the lighting a little bit more, it'd be great for day night. Well, we'll get on to North Sydney Council about that. As the next one, Jenkins tries to just run down to third man, but luckily for him... Doesn't get a tickle. Goes straight through to the keeper. No run. So end of three overs here at Bon Andrews. North Sydney finally starting to get a kick along. None for 20 off their three overs. Atherton's 10 off nine. Jenkins is six off 10. And yeah, no changes at either end. And Atherton just oh. places this one past point. Just not even hit too hard. Just timing all the way. And I said anything that beats the field on that... On that uh, eastern side of the field will just rocket along for four. That's a that's a shot you want to see come from a, from a person with the last name of Atherton. That's a very classy shot. He, he's barely he's barely hit that. It's just caught the hill, run all the way down. Phil has at absolutely no chance. And that's a sign That's a, that can be a very dangerous sign if a batter this early on is seeing him that well. well we could be in trouble here with... Uh... I think he's even looking at us uh, <laughs> right over mid on as uh, we wait for the second delivery to come in. And that's a, probably a better length, but nicely played just into the offside. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. No backing up there. And, oh, the cardinal sin. The bowler gives away four overthrows off his own bowling. Five runs. Five runs to the total. As said, it was a nice bit of play just into the, uh, into the offside. There was a single there, but... Maybe the bowler just being a bit overzealous. No one backing up, and uh, the ball runs along this quick outfield for four. 
Well, for four, but because the batters had crossed before the um, before the uh, the run was scored, it ended up being five. So um, a big, big let off there for UTS North Sydney. Um, nine runs off this over already. This is going to make the power play look very good now. Jenga, then he flicks that nicely off his uh, pads and the fielder at deep square leg. I'm going to move less than 10 metres, but just timed so well by Jenkins that he could not make it there. And Jenkins now, now that he's worked out this pitch, he's starting to get a move along as well. And it is Skelly to continue. He's now done for 18 off 2.1. Seeing he only, bowled, he only went for one off his first over. Atherton is now back on strike. And he just goes down the ground. I think it goes through the bowler's hands. Might have taken a slight deflection because it looked like it was hit hard. Fielded by the fielder was that a drop bit catch? off. I think it was. I, I think, it think was that was a drop hands. catch. I think it was through his hands because if not, it wouldn't have gone so slowly to that fielder at mid off. I look, to be fair, return catches are amongst the hardest to actually take. So yeah, you know, the bowler to, to get a hand back on that when it's been smacked back at you at that at that velocity is a fair effort in his own right. And in those situations, they either stick or they don't. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. That one is Jenkins again. He's loving that little uh, dab into the offside, but this time just finds the fielder. No run. Jenkins again on strike, and this one's in the air, and you're gone. He's uh, he's just spooned it straight up to the fielder at cover. First wicket down here for North Sydney. Looks to try to play that expansive shot over the offside, but just spoons it to that cover. That's the first wicket down. North Sydney, one for 36 here. One ball left in the fifth over. Yeah, just probably wasn't there to, to play, but he knew he had to try and get a hurry on, and he didn't, uh, he didn't quite... He got stuck in no man's land with that particular shot there, so he couldn't quite get it underneath it to try and clear it through. Couldn't find the gap, so the, the wicket falls back to Jenkins who did eventually find his feet. A shame for him in the end, but UTS North Sydney still will be very happy with the situation that they are currently in. It should be noted as well that that wicket, though, brings the big name to the table. It is the captain, Justin Avendano, who now comes to the crease, and Eastern Suburbs now knows with Brent Atherton set, Avendano at the crease. The time is now if they want to break the... Um, UTS North Sydney wide open. On their side, though, UTS North Sydney knows that this partnership, if they get set, can take the game away. It certainly can. I said Atherton's still there. He's 20, not out off 12 deliveries. Jenkins, he went for 14 off 18 deliveries. So it will be Annabelle now the left armour. Pretty long run up, pretty much from the 30 metres circle. Evandano on strike for his first ball. Beautiful cut shot past the man at backward point. Smashes under the picket fence here at Bon Andrews Oval. First time I've commentated here. What a view we have. And it's uh, one for 41 here in the sixth. He runs in now. He goes Avendano on strike. And that's going to be another four through the covers. Splits the two fielders there on the offside. And Avendano standing tall. One for 45 here. Still in the power play, of course, in the sixth over. And Avendano is one of those plays that looks like he's got a lot of time straight away, straight into his work. Oh, absolutely. That was a cracking cover drive there. A low full toss outside off stump. You don't need two invitations to have a go at that one there. And, it, and really, it got what it deserved.
Right arm off spin. Right arm spin, and Evan Dano has sent this one into the trees. That's a huge hit. There it goes. There it goes. Oh, yep. look at it roll away. It's oh, down to uh, Falcon Lodge down there, one of the accommodation <laughs> places here in North City. And I know very well. One for 52. Do we want to know why? No. <laughs> hey, 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 it's hey, a family hey. show. <laughs> I was going to um, say that's where Sky kicks you out to, but okay. Um, but, oh, mate, that was a huge hit, wasn't it, from Avendano? He's showing that he wants to be uh, somewhere up in the reckoning with the Sixers uh, come BBL time in a couple of weeks. Get that man a contract. Is he in their squad? I don't know yet, but each... He's always, oh, he's he's always there, there or thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. He normally opens, doesn't he? Sort of fills mm. in a few games or... Yeah. He, he is uh, he's one of the, he is an absolute class bat. I'd probably say I think we can safely say Mizzy and Kiwi Mick probably the, the best player to come from Shelley Beach mm. up on the Central Coast. So this one a bit shorter, but he smashes it away for four behind square and fine. Goes down to that hill where there's a few spectators down there with the old bucket hats on. <laughs> Not KFC, but uh, <laughs> one for 63. I've had a stressful day at work. It's good to be here. Matt Mears, what's those three magic words you, you we, we so often say? Can't bowl there. It was short on the stumps, and it was an easy pull shot there for Atherton. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we can inform you, we do have a special guest who's been on our show a couple of times. He's now joining us for the first time with the cricket, Tim James from State Parliament here, a proud North Sydney Bears supporter, and great to have you here joining us here today, Tim. Uh, Anthony, this is a great moment, my first time in the commentary box ever. What a huge moment, and thank you so much for having me. Now, obviously, we've, as, we go, as we go through, we can confirm the, uh, the bowler will be Annabelle now bowling to... I think it will be um, Atherton again. It will be Atherton again. But uh, obviously, the relationship that both that both Triple H FM and, and yourself has now got with North Sydney Bears, not only with Rugby League, now, of course, extending to cricket. Yes, it's a special relationship, uh, one we really do appreciate. Your enthusiasm and commitment to local community and sport means so much, and thank you. So here goes Annabelle now to Atherton on strike. And finally, there's Ooh. a doppel who nearly goes onto his stumps. He did the old uh, batting away there as it nearly trickles onto those stumps. And that's the um, first of all, I can take a bit of a breath. There's been about 13 scoring <laughs> shots off 13 deliveries. Now you have to talk us. You have to talk us through, Tim, that because there was a little bit of fun that was being held yesterday at the SCG with the Press versus Polly's game um, that did occur. Uh, a couple of very notable uh, performances. Wendy Tuckerman, I believe, um, impressed very much with the ball. But we do want to raise the question about one member of the upper house as the next ball is about to come in. Annabelle now and again. Oh, nicely driven down the ground to the man at long on for a single. So. I, we have to ask the question. Mark Latham actually played grade cricket for Sydney University back in the day. Went for 11 off the one off his one over. I mean, surely he's got to be a question mark now to the chairman of selectors as to how he keeps his spot in the politicians' team going forward. Yes, uh, look, I'm not sure what the uh, selection process is, to be honest with you. I'm not sure how sort of fussy they are. We'll just pause as play continues here. This time it's uh, going to be Avendano again, flicking it off the pads for the easiest of single. Yeah, nice shot. The, um, uh, the question of Mark Latham is an interesting one. Uh, of course, he's of uh, One Nation. He couldn't score one run the other day. Um, and then went for 11. Yeah, yeah. So um, got hit around the ground. So, look, I think the selectors, if indeed there are selectors, 
uh, would be having to think very carefully about his role going forward. Mizzy, what's your relationship with this chair, the chairman of selectors down your way? Not very good. <laughs> okay, so here's evidence to show this could be six. Yes, it is under the picket fence here. It's almost going to reach St. Leonard's that one as it rolls towards Falcon Lodge again. This is still, still rolling. Plus. Still rolling. Yeah, so lovely down shot. at Crow's Nest Hotel, that one. Yep. <laughs> now, now, as we do, whenever we have any sort of special guests, we have to go through your particular cricket predicament pedigree we know you're a bit of a we know you're a rugby league tragic we know you're a bit of a cricket tragic as well so you'll have to take us through your history out there playing in the creams well it's a history of real passion and spirit but very limited ability and capacity i'm afraid to say so i used to uh run out for the uh barker under 13 c's uh 14s 15s 16s and then when i towards um you know year 10 year 11 i got a bit taller and in fact um uh, not having had the greatest of success in my cricket career, I did actually uh, move across to basketball, I've got to be honest with you and admit. Uh, but I loved my cricket, I really did. And uh, I was a bit of an all-rounder. Uh, and I think the greatest score ever from, from yours truly was about 40 runs. So didn't even hit a half century, I'm afraid to say. Atherton, another single on the board. The score keeps ticking over. Still playing for Bar. Oh, we got overthrows oh, overthrows, here. Hey. Overthrows, OTs. Yeah, just a bit of sloppy fielding there from uh, East. Let's him get through for another one. And that has been a bit of a worry here for Eastern Suburbs that we've seen so far, Mirzi. Here, it's it's been the lack of backing up so far because th th there really is no one monitoring it. And so far, they've conceded about six runs off overthrows at this stage. Yeah, they certainly have. They need to tighten that up. Um, they said, particularly now with Norse getting a, a bit of a move on with the scoring rate. Annabelle again to Atherton. Full toss, drives it down the ground. He'll pick up one as the man from mid-off races round to regather in that mid-on position. One for 76 here. I mean, playing for Barker College is no mean feat in, in its own right. I mean, the only thing I'm jealous about is that there is actually a couple of very nice grounds up there, which I've never been able to play on. Not quite to the level, say, somewhere like King's. But still quite nice up there. Oh, Barker number one's a beautiful oval, no question. And uh, some great cricketers have been to my school. Um, Peter Taylor, the old uh, spinner from years ago. Um, yep. I remember he came and visited the school during my time there. And, um, in fact, Alyssa Healy went, oh. to, went to Barker, who I caught up with just the other day. Indeed, at the ground next door to us here, North Sydney Oval. I said g'day to Alyssa, and uh, she did very well for the uh, Sixers in the WBBL. Well, of course, the famous story of Alyssa Healy when she uh, made her debut for the Barker in the boys' team. That, of course, the old some of the members of the old boys not too happy about it. The captain, the coach, coming out and saying she got picked on merit. Definitely was picked on merit. She scored 50 on debut. She's a phenomenal cricketer, just a huge talent, uh, and yeah, we're really proud of her. She's uh, she's done great things for the sport, great things for women in the sport. And I think the whole Barker community is just really proud of her. So it's going to be Atherton on strike again. We'll confirm the bowler shortly. This is a beauty, but it's a no ball, so they can't do much right here, Eastern Suburbs. That was a beauty of a delivery, jagging outside the off stump. Well, the free hit's going to be in now. The with, free hit. The, with the short boundary, can we see the first one onto the freeway? Blake Harper, the bowler here. This could be painful, of course. Because there was no run scored when the no ball was given, they can't change the field. Hmm. Blake, Blake Harper now bowling again. And oh. Atherton goes for cow corner. That would have been on the motorway through to the keeper. 
Now, going talking to the relationship, obviously, between the Cricket Club and the North Sydney Club, it's been a long, rich history between them, carrying the same moniker, and now we're starting to see both start to reunite again, especially with the growth of the Bears in Rugby League. Yeah, look, it's all about people and community at the end of the day, isn't it? And uh, having that Bears brand... Uh, yes, short appeal there, but unsuccessfully so uh, for LBW. And um, look, the Bears, I mean, in the, in the rugby league context, they are growing really well. Lots of spirit, uh, memberships up, uh, the board, the leadership, the team had a great season uh, at every level, and they are going really well. And it's fantastic to see Bears coming together, cricket, rugby league, and more, actually. Again, it's going to be Atherton driving handsomely down the ground for a single one for 77 here in the ninth. Where would we stand, do you think, possibly on organising a celebrities game for under the Bears banners for both sides, do you oh, think? Oh, gee, well, look, I'm in, sign me up right away. Bring back Greg <laughs> Florimo and Jason oh, Taylor, right? Look, Flo, oh. I mean, I can ring Flo right now and say, oh. how do you feel, Flo? Let's do it. Let's let's get organised and make this happen. I, I, I reckon, Mizzy, we'd get a few people down there. It'd be a, it'd be a great old game, though. What do you think? Mm. I, I, I think it'd be a great idea. Obviously, uh, it'd bring a lot of awareness to, to the, the joint cause. Uh, I think some people they love like you go back to the old the fatty Vorton catch in the in the AB game. If you can get something like that going, everybody loves a good celebrity cricket game. And you and you're often surprised as to who can actually play. I do remember uh, a couple of well, of course, when we went over to calls, we see the next ball here from Kiwi Mick. Evandano on strike. Oh, that's another beauty. This time jagging outside the off stump to the right-handed batter. So some pretty good bowling here by Blake Harper and just. Just putting a little bit of a breath on everything is North Sydney, one for 77. And we've seen a couple of players from Rugby League who have actually been quite adept, and Rugby Union, I guess, as well. Um, we've seen now, for example, Elijah Eels now currently playing for Mossman. A couple of guys in, in Rugby League. I know he's only a manly player. And Avendano drives here. Backward of point. He'll get a single to that man on the fence. Are they going to go for a second? Yes, they're racing back, and they make it comfortably one for 79. The fielding here from Eastern Suburbs at the moment has been a bit of a struggle as of late, not only in terms of getting up clean, but the overthrows as well, sort of hurting here at the moment. Um, the other players, obviously, playing for the Manly Ringer Seagulls, but Ruben Garrick and Jake Trevojevic, both known cricketers themselves. And uh, I know Manly Grey Kruger are very disappointed not to get Jake on their cards. Yeah, some people are very gifted, aren't they, in more sports than one and more ways than one, and, and, and good luck to them. But look, I think it's a great idea getting the celebrities together. I'll tell you who we should ask as well uh, in that context. James Bracey, the number one ticket holder yeah. for the North Sydney Bears. Imagine uh, Billy Moore. Well, Billy Moore would be there in a flash, I reckon. Uh, I've actually got a Billy Moore beer can in my man cave. I love it. Because they had a 24-pack of North Sydney legends. Oh, yeah, I love nice. it. I love it. Great work, great yeah. work. Yeah, I haven't drank it yet. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've got to treat it like wine, though. I think you've got to keep it in storage there, and you break, you break it out for when North Sydney returns to the NRL. Yeah. It's coming, mate. It's or, coming. or you get it's Billy Moore into the man cave. Or into the man cave itself. <laughs> I do have two seats. <laughs> One of them is comfy. Billy Moore, if you're listening in, let's make this happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course, the rich history in this particular game here. Of course, um, North Sydney, one of the one of the oldest clubs in the competition, coming up against Eastern Suburbs, formerly known as Waverley back in the day. Mm. Um, the, the rich history between these two, uh, between these two clubs, and the, the names that have come through these clubs as well. Yes, yeah. Look, there's always a great healthy rivalry in sport, uh, in uh, every sense, actually, as between the Eastern Suburbs and the Northern Suburbs of Sydney, and. Uh, 
I was chatting to someone the other day on Miller Street in Camaray and she told me, oh, we've just moved across from the eastern suburbs. And I said, congratulations, you've seen the light. You're here with us on the north side. Oh, and Atherton might be caught behind and he swings about in disgust. Nice little delivery. That's confirmed the bowling jersey number nine with a bit of spin. We'll just confirm can, very shortly. Can confirm Mitchell Scabaris, who Mitchell has Scabaris. taken the wicket. Mitchell Scabaris. Two for 81. A big wicket there, and I think a very important one for East Suburbs to try and get themselves back in because both players were really starting to get themselves settled in. But Atherton, by and large, he's done his job. He's actually gotten them off to an absolute flyer. And North Sydney, while disappointed that they've lost Atherton, they know they still have the upper hand in this game at the moment. Yeah, good strong start for the Bears. And, uh, yeah, a, a, a fine uh, a fine kickoff, so to speak. And, um, yeah, more to come, no doubt. 100% and you, you think that nine runs and over here after nine overs as a run rate, a great platform. Mm. I think Kiwi Mink, 200's got to be on the cards here. Particularly they had yeah. a bit of a slow start as well. Abandano's so. still here and oh. it seems that they seem to be clearing the field pretty easily. You know, a lot of sixes and fours mm. even in that sort of five over period I've been here but um, coming to the wicket now in jersey number 98 and Rue with the reverse, so this should be caught. Yes it is. Caught to the uh, traditional point position, but off that reverse sweep, Rue has gone for only two. This is a bit of a pickup for Eastern Suburbs, getting a couple of wickets, and it's three for 83 as we close in towards the halfway point of the innings. Disappointing way to get out there. Probably a little bit too ambitious to get to get themselves going, but we do know, uh, Mirzi, that there is a lot of batting to come in this UTS North Sydney lineup, so they won't be under any pressure as, as it is in this stage here. But, Tim, we have seen... Over the last few years, we do know that they, the England players do use this as a way to get set to playing in Australia or playing against Australians in this case. And, you know, we've seen some big names sort of come out in their own rights and the opportunity to be able to go and watch them at the suburban grounds when they do come and visit. Yeah, it's great for the sport, isn't it? And, uh, you know, we, uh, we love the sort of mother country, so to speak. And, uh, look, it's, it's terrific for... For, for sport, for people, for community and um, and look, why wouldn't you if, you if you're from England and you fancy a bit of better weather and uh, better people and community, come to Australia and get amongst it. <laughs> Mirzi, of course, a couple of years ago when we played, called um, Gordon Mason Crane playing for them at the time now playing for, um, now playing for England. Well, two weeks ago at Mossman had Don Best, the uh, England off spinner. We were calling him two weeks ago at Allen Border Oval, so it's great to see them, them come out. It, it won't be the first, won't be the last. And uh, it's great to see these, uh, they come and lend their name here. And they, they, they give a bit of spotlight to these games, which, uh, as I said, I think we know more than most that uh, they deserve something like that. And the more eyeballs on it, the better, I feel. Skabaris now to Reynolds. Slices this one away. Backward a point to the man. A great on, shot. On the fence, they will pick up an easy two. Nice little shot there by Tim Reynolds. But Skabaris here has picked up a couple of wickets in this over, and it's uh, three for 85. And they're doing, he's doing quite well, knowing that he's got, to, he's got to do this with no Marcus Atala and no John O'Cook in this lineup here. So a lot of pressure on him to be able to perform here as he now bowls to Reynolds. So right arm spin here, Skabaris, a very good over, and this one just blocked straight back to the bowler. And that's the end of 10 overs, three for 85. I'm going to have a quick water and half a bottle of coke back to you Matt Mears. <laughs> Thanks Kiwi Mick bit descriptive but uh, that's the way we like it I said it's been a great platform for uh, North Sydney so far they probably would, would, would wish that they haven't 
uh, lost those three wickets, but I think any time Justin Avendano's at the crease and he's 21, not out of 12 deliveries, they'll think that they're in a good position. And what it, what it is, what a blessing it is to have Van Vandano available for the Bears here today. He plays such an important role in this lineup. Surely on the cusp for a Sixers contract. Tim, you could probably make that happen, couldn't you, right now? <laughs> Look, I'm going to hit the phones right after this, actually, and get that job done for you. Glenn yeah, Shippard, if you're listening in, get this man a contract. Yes, indeed. Well, Avendano's on strike. First ball, the 11th over. Just plays it back to the bowler. No run. Uh, we've seen the we've seen the development over the la- over the last couple of years, and in particular, the North Sydney Bears. You know, they went through that very rough patch um, in the middle of the uh, the tens, uh, but they've now come, you know, for lack of a better term, roaring back as it is, and have now got themselves into a position where even in the um, in the two day format, they are now one of the form teams in the competition at this stage. Yeah, it's really exciting, isn't it? Great, great to see, and uh, I can't tell you how much I'm enjoying being with you today. What a what a brilliant opportunity! It's a nice afternoon here. The oval's looking great, isn't it? It's looking absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful here. The pitch is an absolute belter. Don't worry about the the green colour of it. It is rock hard underneath. Yes. Go. Harper coming in for his third delivery to Avendano. He leaves this one. Third dot ball in a row. Harper getting a bit of respect here from Avendano. A, a lot of respect here, but he's, he is hitting that very good length. The, probably the one thing he's getting off this pitch at the moment is just that little bit of nibble away, and probably Avendano's not quite ready to have a go at that just yet. If it was the 19th over, I would be uh, worried if I was uh, over mid-off. As, uh, someone's just pushed on the leg, onto the leg side. No one in at mid-wicket. They're all back on the boundary. They'll look for two. But uh, well in by the fielder at deep mid-wicket. They pick up another single. Three for 86 here in the 11th. And really, the, the, the connection now is, is sort of building. We're now seeing sort of UTS North Sydney really start to position themselves here. The relationship with UTS uh, itself as, a, um, as an organisation, as, as a pathway there. Um, seeing that, that combination now starting to develop because that's also not only going to develop the superstars of tomorrow, it's also going to give kids the opportunity to be able to study and play the sport that they love. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? I mean, UTS has had um, a lot to do with this community. There's UTS North's Athletics and, um, you know, UTS has been involved in, in a number of organisations and, and, and sports and, and bodies. And, and indeed, look, I'm a very proud UTS alumni. Eight, eight years at uh, good old UTS, business and law, and very proudly so. Reynolds just picks up uh, another single into the uh, m- into the vacant mid-wicket. Uh, three for 87 here. One ball left in the 11th over, and Avendano plays this out on to the offside. He finds the fielder at short cover. So after 11 here, UTS North Sydney, three for 87. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're not supposed to say that. You're not comment- supposed to say com- that. I'm here as a commentator. I'm not here as a, as a member of any team. That's the only time you can't say it. Yeah, well, commentators, commentators are, are, are well, not actually, part you of might it. Have, you might have just given them life. You might have just given them life if you've mentioned the 87. They're, they're not allowed to mention it at this stage. So, I have seen it quite a bit as a player. The the 87 coming usually usually for the good, uh, needing a wicket uh, and losing one at 87. As uh, Avendano's on strike and he goes big, six Lovely runs shot. to the total. Yeah. That's going to leave a white mark on the side screen right there. Uh, but a cracking shot there. And that is the class of Avendano. Yeah, uh, nice big clean hit. Yeah, beautifully done. I think the, I think the Bears will be looking for more of that as uh, he's still on strike again. And he goes big again. There's a fielder there. And he's gone. The cardinal sin of a batter. He's hit the big shot down the ground. He thought, well, I'm going to go for it again. 
And unfortunately for the Bears, he picks out the fielder at long on. And that's four wickets down now for the Bears with the score on 94. They're going to have to go consolidate themselves now here with Avendano, uh, Avendano out going for, for one too many. Um, we, we saw him earlier in the innings. He hit a couple of cracking a couple of cracking falls and followed it up with just a single or even a block, showing that he ha- did have his eye in. Probably a touch too aggressive at that point, Tim. Yeah, sort of sense of urgency after the pace had slowed up a bit. I guess they thought they'd better get on with it. And uh, that was a beautiful six, the ball before, and uh, obviously was hoping to repeat it, but it wasn't to be. Yeah, Greenslade back on strike. He comes down the wicket. And it's another four runs there. That fielder that's down sweeping on that uh, western boundary. Ollie Cox. He's been in the firing line all day, and it's probably only landed about five metres from him, but it's taken a bounce and I think spun away from him a little bit. And uh, that's the first boundary for Greenslade. Four for 103 here in the 13th. I'll tell you what, Tim. He's copped a couple of nasty bounces out there. It's not exactly the, the cleanest carpet out there. No, it looks a bit that way, doesn't it? But uh, that sounded nice as it hit the fence, and good to see for the Bears. Well, there is a cricket game still going on here as uh, the Green Slate again pushes this one out into the chance. side. It, it is, they're, they're having to go for these quick singles. They've dried up the boundaries here, and uh, 14 overs gone. You're going you're gonna to get me for this one too, Caruso. Four for 111 here after, four, oh, no. after 14. Everyone on one foot. Everyone on one foot. <laughs> Everyone, on Everyone on one, one foot. foot. Nelson up here for... Uh, UTS North Sydney, but um, you would have thought they probably need to get a little bit of a move on now here with only six overs left in the innings. But what, what Eastern Suburbs have done really well is just slowed up the pace of the, the ball here. It's not coming on as much as they, they were doing as it was coming on before. And I just think do, the, the, the challenge they've got, they've got Skelly and O'Byrne. And we'll be losing um, Tim James very shortly. He has to, does have to head off for, to other commitments. But just a final thing here as well. Seeing seeing how with the two organisations are coming together, how important is it going to be to um, for the community to really get behind the Bears, not only in terms of rugby league, but also with cricket and given the power that it's got and the drive it's, it's got, not only for men's but for women's sport as well? Yeah, mate. Uh, people in this area are really passionate about sport. We've got uh, great facilities, uh, terrific local clubs and and just backing your local team is so important and uh you know i'd encourage everyone listening and everyone in this community to to get involved become a member of your local club come along to a game on a thursday afternoon like this it is very civilized and just to get behind local sport it means it means a lot no question at a local level but more broadly as well and we'll try and get that celebrity game going here as another single is scored by UTS at North Sydney. Tim, Tim James, thank you so much for joining us here today and we look forward to having you next year. It's a great well. pleasure. Thanks very much, guys. It's been a great honour and pleasure to join you in the commentary box. Oh, thank you Thanks very much. Very Welcome much. back anytime. Thank you. Spin at both ends at the moment. This is driven and that's going to be six. What a massive shot that one is. That's going to roll all the way to North Sydney Oval, that one. or. Even Percy's or North Sydney <laughs> Hotel, it's smashing into the ground behind our grandstand. What a great shot that was by Greenslade. And that's about the fifth time today the ball has gone for six and well and truly cleared the fence. I'm and, just waiting uh, for the one onto the freeway, but we oh. only get them up the western side. Maybe they've done some sort of deal, I don't know. But and, uh, it, it's another great hit. It's almost ruined his figures here for, for, for Scavaris. He... He was only 22 off 3.4 overs. Obviously, now on to 28 with that six. But yep. him and him and Harper with their uh, changes of pace, making the batters have to do all the work, certainly has uh, changed this innings around. Left arm bowler to the right-handed oh. batter flicks it away and beats that man on the 45-degree mm. angle for four. 
Impressive stuff there by Reynolds. Just hit it well enough to beat that field of four for 130. They're very quick with updating the score, these scorers. To well, they're credit. literally below us. So they, they, they said, and you got one of the best in the business in Sarah Berriman down there. Yeah. Good to see her when we were coming into the ground today. Um, I think she made a Sheffield Shield scoring debut um, last week or the week before. So congratulations to her. But I said that's more what the doctor ordered for Norse. And it will be, of course, Green, uh, sorry Reynolds on strike. So this is when the fireworks could start. Four for one, three, three with 18 balls left. Here goes O'Byrne. Bit of a full toss, drives it through the covers, and that's going to be four. So a bit of a loosener there by O'Byrne, and, and Reynolds puts that away. Four for one, three, seven. Well, that's the risk. We, we saw uh, him earlier in the innings, and it's just out-and-out out pace, and we've seen on this wicket it might not be the best uh, the best answer, but with the, the, the slower bowlers uh, bowling out, they've got to come back and bowl these death overs, but they need to learn and, and take the ball uh, pace off the ball. And another slower ball, and he slices this one through the covers, and it's just going to beat that man racing around towards our commentary area. It's into the park again. There's been so many fours and sixes over this side of the ground on our commentary area side of the ground. It must be dead set, like a 95-5 to five split for, for boundaries we've seen on this western side. Is there some deal being made that they're not allowed to hit towards the freeway end? No, I reckon what it is, it's you've got the three sponsorship banners on the side of the fence there, and that's what they're aiming for there. Maybe but they've got some deal. Well, they don't even pick them up on Frogbox. You can't see the sponsors on Frogbox. Maybe maybe they've got something with Gage Rose. Maybe you've got to hit the sign, something like that. <laughs> Bring back the sign hitting. We want the Mercantile Mutual sign back. Yeah, well, remember that. I think I think tonight when you go home, that, that could be a part of your proposal uh, for our celebrity game. Take a bit of a pause here, and this one. Oh, he's bowled him. What a great delivery there. By uh, a, a very good Skelly. delivery by Scully. And he's bowled a middle stump. He's ripped a stump almost out of the ground with that one. And Greenslade is gone. Five for 147. Yeah. You miss, I hit it by this stage going uh, straight for middle stump there. The, uh, the batter trying to hoik it out of the ground here. That's what you're going to expect now in the last couple of overs. It's all systems go here to go for the end. As the new bats, batter coming out here, number nine, the all-rounder, Ollie Knight. And we know Ollie Knight, he can hit them when it's in the slot. So this is either going to be a very quick innings or we could see some fireworks for the end of the innings. That's right. Ollie Knight takes guard. But Eastern Suburbs have definitely pulled it back a bit. Here goes Scully again. Oh, this is a beautiful shot off his pads into the trees. And an old gentleman over there has dropped the catch, but not a bad effort. He's dropped an absolute sitter, to be perfectly honest. Uh, he should have absolutely gobbled that, that, that catch out there in the crowd. But uh, what a great shot that was. Uh, a little bit across the, across the line, but he got all of it. It was in the slot to hit, and he didn't miss out on that at all. Another six to the side of the ground. So they've absolutely, definitely uh, made the most of the boundary hitting here. UTS North Sydney, 5 for 154 here in the 19th over. Scully runs in again to Reynolds, the right-handed batter, well-established at the crease. Beautiful cover drive. He beats the fielder, but he deflects at this fieldsman to the man racing around on the fence. One run, 5 for 155. A crucial touch there. Just took enough of the pace off. That it gave the fielder out in the deep a chance to cut it off there. It was Rhino Byrne who managed to get around eventually to, to cut it off. But a crucial touch there. That could have been four more runs if he didn't yep. get a hand on it. 
Absolutely. So it will be Ollie Knight back on strike, the left-hander. Very well built. He'll definitely have that power if he connects. Jeez, you wouldn't mind seeing him in the, in the front row of a rugby league team, would you? And he's gone. Caught behind. It was pretty wide. He had a bit of a wave of the wand outside off stump, and he's gone through to the keep. A pretty muted celebration by Eastern Suburbs. Six for 155. Uh, that's what you're going to expect to do. He tried to just run it off, run it off the uh, the face of the bat to try and work it down for some runs there. But he's only just ended up edging it back to the keeper in in Max Glenn, and it's another it's another wicket for Sam Skelly. As the batter, the new batter coming out here will be Robbie Aiken, the veteran. Uh, I don't imagine there's going to be too big in terms of shots, but what Robbie is very good at doing is finding gaps, playing that Michael Bevan sort of innings, turning ones into twos. The only question I do have, as we saw from the game out at Allen Border Oval, is if his hamstrings will hold up. That's right. Of course, he has had the 14-day turnaround from that match. Depending so, on whether he played on the Saturday, of course. Oh, yes. But, um, good match and, and prospect here. Remembering both teams desperate to Try and jag a win here with the last round being on Sunday, which we'll be covering here on Triple H, of course. Runs in and bowls again. Scully drives it. This one's pretty much just gone straight up. The man there at mid-off takes it easily. So he's on a hat-trick all of a sudden is uh, Scully. And um, Robbie Aitken is gone. Seven for 155. As, as we often say on this, donations to the primary club, ladies and gentlemen, here all for a very good cause there. But Aiken trying to get underneath it. He, he didn't get the pace of it at all. It got it high on the bat, and it's gone straight up and straight down for an easy catch. The question is going to be now, I think that's the end of the over. He will not get a chance to bowl his hat-trick ball. No, that's, yep, that's it. That's the end of the over. That's the end of his four overs. He will not get a chance to bowl the hat-trick ball. So O'Byrne now to Fletcher May on strike. Oh, and he's absolutely smashed this one for six into the picket fence. Oh, I think fence. that might be four. I think that was uh, half that volley four. four. Commentator's curse. Hashtag. Hashtag. Or maybe not hashtag. No, I think you'll find the, the new batter that is the new batter coming in. We'll get confirmation Fletcher on Fletcher May. Fletcher May has Fletcher come May. in. Uh, but I think that might have been Tim Reynolds who hit that. It will be because Reynolds will be on strike. Yep. So it was Reynolds, in fact. So it's going to be O'Byrne again. Two Reynolds. And this is going to be caught on the fence, is Whoa. it? It was pretty hard there. The fielder did pretty good in that situation. It was almost on the highway. But another wicket here, and it's 8 for 159. It's an absolute tracer bullet yeah. coming at him. It's almost like it come out of a shotgun, I think, that one. And... Even though he's a good 50 metres from the bat, it was I think it was just a shock that he held on to it. Yeah, Blake Harper out there, out in, out in the deep there, managed to hold on to it. It was a good catch. But that if he didn't if he didn't hold on to that, that was going to crash straight into his throat. It was hit that hard. He did well to hang on to it. The new batter coming out now is big Matty Alexander. <laughs> now... Is this, he that one that you love? Which one is the Alexander? No, it's his well, brother. It's his bro it's the older brother yeah. now, Matt Alexander. And, Sam um, Alexander is around here somewhere. He is downstairs. He will be playing yeah, with us here. But a good innings there by Tim Reynolds. Mm. Uh, big contributions being made here. Now, Matt Alexander, similar thing we've seen with Ollie Knight here. He's a big, big piece of timber. And uh, he can hit them. If he gets a hold of it, he can hit them. He will pretty much have license with only five balls left. 
Eight for 159. I think it might be four deliveries to go. So can they press through to 170 here? They probably need a couple of boundaries. Alexander on strike. Left-hander. Oh, Ooh. nice little guide there into that third-man area. They should definitely pick up a couple as the man slides down on the fence here at the northern end of the ground. Eight for 161, three balls to go. Well, they've passed that eight-run per over mark, Mezzi, which is always a formidable mark. Yep. But you get the feeling on this field, it, you know, that's at least a competitive total. Competitive, yes, but match-winning, probably not. Um, they said where they, where they were... 81 after 9, you thought 200 was on the cards. It's been a great effort here by East just to pull them back. So here goes Alexander on strike. And he's gone for this one. He hasn't quite got hold of it. It will be short of the fielder on the boundary. They will pick up one to that man at deep cover. 8 for 162, two deliveries left. Well said, I think he was trying to hit Anthony Caruso here in the uh, commentary area, and it has skewed off to a point. Have I got that bigger target on me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, as I said, I think I'm, it's just my uh, point of view of it skewing off the top edge. But uh, I'm sure they'll be just uh, happy to get another one to the total. And now it's up to Fletcher May. What can he do with two balls left in this innings? So here goes O'Byrne again from the city end of the ground here at Bon Andrews. Oval. And the block hole. They will pick up a single to the man on the offside. Eight for 163 with one delivery left. He'll certainly be trying to deposit this one somewhere as Anthony Crusoe leaves the commentary area. Here goes O'Byrne, swinging a miss outside the off stump. They're going to pick up a bye. The keeper's not going to throw out the stumps. And that should be the end of the innings. Well, it's a case of what could have been for UTS North Sydney at one stage, looking at a target of between eight, 180 and 200. Ended up settling with their innings after 20 overs of 8 for 164. No mean feat that innings. A very solid performance there and plenty of very good contributions. Brent Atherton at the top of the order, 43 off 27. Tim Reynolds, 40 off 26. Justin Avendano, 28 off 19. And James Greenslade, 27 off 22 for UTS North Sydney. Pick of the bowlers, Sam Skelly came in for a bit of stick at times but did okay taking in the end taking a four for 28 off his seven but Blake Harper I thought was the most impressive bowler of the lot didn't pick up a wicket but only conceded 20 runs off his four overs so Eastern Suburbs now will be coming in very shortly to chase down a target of 165 for victory when we come back we'll have their innings right here on Splinters the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com triplehfm.com.au and wherever you get your podcast we'll be right back. It's time for the crew to catch their breath. We'll be back after this short break. <laughs> Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants. Atlas Chartered Accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies, from finding that last tax deduction to tax-effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters, your family and business. Visit their website at ihatetax.com.au. Atlas Chartered Accountants. They are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Your local RSL is at the heart of every community and there is none better in the Hornsby-Karingai area than the Hornsby RSL. Whether you're planning a major event, dinner with family or friends or having a quiet night at your local, Hornsby RSL is the place to be. 
Rediscover what enjoying life is all about with regular weekly events, special entertainment and some of the best eateries in Sydney, we have you covered for a great night out. As always, drink responsibly. Support the club that supports. Come to Hornsby RSL at 4 High Street, Hornsby or get in touch on 94777777 and at hornsbyrsl.com.au. The Hornsby RSL, proud station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customisable, ISC Sport cover all four winter codes and cricket, basketball, netball and hockey, as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Don Rizzuto would say, look sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website, iscsport.com, for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners of Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. Looking for a fun night out with family and friends? Then come to the hidden gem in the Hornsby Coringai area, The Attic. Located inside Hornsby RSL, The Attic provides all the fun and excitement you can expect from a bowling and arcade bar in an intimate location that ensures a real gaming experience for everyone. With four 10-pin bowling lanes, Australia's first augmented reality bowling experience and a selection of traditional and custom-built arcade games, The Attic is the place to let your inner child run wild. So make sure you book your next night out at The Attic at 4 High Street Hornsby. Call them on 94777777 or book via their website at theattichornsby.com.au. The Attic, part of Hornsby RSL, station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Welcome back to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. Welcome back to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, triplehfm.com.au and wherever you get your podcast. Anthony the Bull Caruso back with you for the second half of our highlights package of the Kingsgrove Sports T20 Cup match between UTS North Sydney and the Eastern Suburbs Dolphins out at Bon Andrews Oval. We've just had the UTS North Sydney innings close up at 8 for 164 after 20 overs, it is time for the run chase to commence. Your commentators, apart from myself, the wise man, Matt Mears, and Kiwi McRinish. So here goes Alexander, left-arm bowler, of course. And this one, oh, nearly caught it first slip there. He will pick up a single to the man at third. Matter of fact, they come back for a second as well. So good start there for Eastern Sub. is a little bit of an edgy one, but mm. as we know with cricket, doesn't matter how you get the runs on the board. Uh, you can read it in the paper on Monday morning if they still have papers. I'm sure they do somewhere, not that we read them, but um, yeah, just dangling that one outside off stump. They've got the slip in there for that type of shot, but uh, luckily for, for Robson and East, it was able to get past him. And uh, Robson goes down the wicket, flicks it off his hip, one bounce into the fence for four. Another four on the side of the ground here at the North Sydney Hotel, North Sydney Oval side of the ground, and that moves the score through to no wicket for nine. You, you can't bowl like that. If, even if the batter is charging at you, you need to be able to almost jam it in at, at, at their feet, follow the batter there. But he's pitched it way too short to adjust. He's overcorrected, and that's an easy flick for four runs, Mizzy. Yeah, just getting a little bit too straight here. 
Um, they do have the cover out there at, at square leg, but they said anything that's on the hip like that that you can just sort of paddle away, you're going to get it over the, the man inside the circle's head and it'll go away for four. So May just has to watch his, uh, his line there and make sure he's uh, getting it in those correct areas. So May to Robson again. Again, he can't quite get hold of it. In fact, he's hit it straight to the man there at backward square leg. He's gone. One for 13 after three overs. So UTS North Sydney are tying Eastern Suburbs down, not letting them get that good start. And Mirzi, there's nothing worse than strangling one down the leg side like that, is there? I made a career of it, um, but... As I said, it's just that ball just wasn't quite there. It wasn't quite short enough. But with the the nice bowling that Alexander's done in his two overs, the, the run rates just keeps ticking up, ticking up, ticking up. And had to play a shot, had to try and break those shackles. But just unfortunately didn't pick the right ball, was able to pick out that fielder at fine leg and uh, was the wicket that UTS North Sydney really did need if they, if they want to be a good chance of defending this 164. So Ollie Cox comes to the wicket now in jersey number 17. Night again to Robson. This is a big edge, and that one is actually going to fly away for four runs. A bit unlucky for the bowler there, but they really needed that eastern suburbs. They're one for 17 here. One ball left in the fourth. That, that's unlucky there for Ollie Knight, because that was actually a good ball, Mizzy. In a two-day game, that gets gobbled by first slip. Oh, 100%. But to be fair, Robson probably doesn't play that shot in a two-day game either. But he knows that he needs to put the uh, the foot to the foot to the to, to the floor and, and try and get this run rate for Eastern Suburbs up if they if they want to chase this 165 for victory. And um, he needs to put the bowler off his line and length. Right over here by Knight, and again he's beating him outside the off stump. It's a no ball. Definitely, no, it's a wide. It's wide. No, it's a wide. Thanks. Just a wide. There will be no free hit after that. Getting excited. Well, it's, it, it, <laughs> it's an interesting one because Robson, he did come down the pitch and he did move towards the offside. But uh, as we talked about in the, in the previous innings, it said if you you do readjust that wide line now, it's a good rule change that's come in. But obviously, uh, they've they've adjudicated that um, Ollie Knight adjusted too much and will still be able to call wide. Good length ball, but driven beautifully through the covers, and that's going to roll to the picket fence for four here at Bon Andrews. That was a textbook cover drive, and it's uh, one for 23. Didn't even hit it that hard, Mizzy. He just sort of leaned into it. Matt Alexander probably guilty there of over-pitching a bit, and uh, a nice little shot there just to break the shackles and now puts North Sydney under a bit of pressure. So, again, it's going to be Alexander as they just do a little readjustment to the field positions between deliveries. Oh, and that's a ripper. Is this going to be RWW? Yes, it is. So he squared him up, and Ollie Cox has gone. Good revenge delivery there by Matt Alexander. And all of a sudden here, Eastern Suburbs are two for 23. So not not, not been a good day at uh, Bon Andrews. Uh, after some uh, questionable fielding now, that LBW, but Caruso... Just the, the mechanics there from Alexander, the, the having to pitch it in line with the stumps and then swing back to be able to be given out LBW, obviously one of the best in the that we'll see at, at Premier Cricket level in Claire Polisak giving the decision, but for to be able to pitch in line and then to be moving back to be able to take out the stumps as well. Great bowling by Alexander. Absolutely. And, and what really helps his case with his bowling as well is that be, for being such a big guy, he does sling the ball. So he's not going to get that much bounce unless he absolutely digs it in. At that length that he's bowling at there, it is very likely that it is not going over the stumps and it is going to skid through a lot more. 
So that is probably cra that delivery there probably crashing the top of middle and off, I think, even at that length. Yeah, well, I think we've seen a lot of his balls previously that have helped as well. They've been about that length and, and not really got up. I said it's a good true pitch, but it's we're not playing at the Wacker or anything here at uh, at Bon Andrews. I think if they somehow magically found this bounce like the Wacker, they would be uh, digging it up and uh, maybe even putting it next door. Matt Glenn comes to the wicket now, right-handed batter. He'll bowl to Robson, and I said Robson tried to get him away in the last over. What can he do here? And this one just takes the outside edge and. Again, one of those ones that we talked about last over that he bowled to him. First slip would have gobbled it, but no one's down on that third man boundary for the Bears, and uh, Robson picks up a much needed four runs. Much needed four runs there. And, and Ollie Knight's got his head in his hands at the moment. I don't think he should be too despondent about that. At the end of the day, it's still a pretty good ball. He's been a bit unlucky here. And if he gets one to just nip back, nip away enough, instead of getting a thick edge, it'll be a faint edge and straight to the keeper. Oh, well, I said, Easter Sovers do have a lot to do as Robson flicks this one away. One bounce into the mesh fencing for four. I said, the fielder was there. He only had to move about 10 metres, but uh, couldn't do it in time. And uh, much needed boundary here for East. They're now two for 38 here. Two balls left in the seventh. Do I dare say those three words again? Do I dare say it? I don't know. You, you say a lot of things, Caruso. The three words, once again. Can't no. bowl there. That was short on off stump. That was asking to be pulled, and that is exactly what it got. Comes in again. He'll be trying to get through his overs quickly, Jenkins, as Robson comes down the wicket, and he goes wow. high. And it's too long for the fielder down there at long on. It is six runs, I think, of the first six of the innings. Robson, I think, has been waiting for a ball like that that he could just put 100% behind, and he's done that, and uh, a much-needed six here for the Dolphins. As uh, Robson again tries to play it away, but gets enough of an outside edge that he beats the fielder at backward point and four more runs to the total. That's bad luck. Very bad luck there. He said he was trying to go down the ground, but just gets the outside edge. Could have easily gone to that fielder at backward point, but... Uh, Luckily for East, that's four more to the total. Two for 61 here, halfway through the 10th over. As Robson goes big here, and boom, that six. Just drops a little bit short. Does Jenkins is trying to readjust for those ones outside off stump, but it was just short and in that arc that says hit me, and it's six runs to the total. Two for 67 here, two balls left in the 10th over. But this, this is what, what you're talking about in terms of bowling to your field. You've got five out on the offside. You're bowling pretty well, bowling wide of the crease, angling into the batter, and then getting to spin away slightly. That's what you've got the field there for. So, you know, not a great delivery, that one there. Dropping it too short and asking to get pulled. Sam Alexander again with this. Left arm spin drops it a bit shorter, push into the offside. They will pick up a single here. And uh, the eastern suburbs down there. It's 50 for Angus Robson, the captain. So 50 of 44 deliveries, two sixes, five fours, at a strike rate of 113. So he's actually scored probably a little bit quicker than what I thought he was going. So it's going to be Matt Glenn on strike now. Two for 70, the target 165. Here goes Alexander to Glenn. Drops it in short. Oh, this is a pretty good shot here. And will it reach the fence? A good dive, but he's not quite going to get it. Fielder on the fence there. And it will be four through the covers there for Glenn. 
and it's two for 74. Just a touch short, but that's all it needed to give um, Glenn enough room to back away and cut that. But Alexander not far off on that delivery. Aitken, very short, put away into the onside. It should roll for four, and it does. Through the, the gap between those two fielders on the fence, and it's good stuff by Glenn. Two for 81. What I've just noticed here in terms of the field, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I do not see a fine leg. Mm. I do not see a fine leg at the moment. So they are flirting with danger a certain aspect, but that does mean they're trying to bowl very stump to stump. So again, it's going to be Matt Glenn on strike. They've built a bit of a partnership, these two. And, oh, a bit of an awkward-looking chance of a run-out, maybe, but the field is... Oh, no. Bigger, and he's injured. Oh, like, no. Yeah. Not good, Caruso, is it? Uh, let's have a look. Who is I it? I think that might actually be Justin Avendano. And he's in a bit of pain there. And that looks like it was his ankle. Two for 90 after 13. Avendano is down. He awkwardly tried to field that one as the players come around to uh, see if he's okay. Captain batting through the innings so far. This should be put away, really. But no way! Straight to the fielder. That was disappointing stuff. It was a short ball there to be hit. And he's hit it straight, a dolly to the field there. That is probably the wicket that could be the killer blow, I think. Three for 91. What saves Sam Alexander for that? It was a short delivery, but he hurried the pace on. Mm. So Angus Robson had shaped himself up to try and slap it away. But before he knew it, the ball was onto him and was onto him too quick for the shot in the end. And he's ended up poking it straight up and caught by the fielder at mid-wicket there. That is a big blow for Eastern Suburbs as Tom Cody, the new batter, is the is coming out now to join Max Glenn. And UTS North Sydney now on the ascendancy. They've got the danger man out. Yeah. And you get the feeling now one more wicket could end up breaking the spine of Eastern Suburbs. Definitely three for 91 now, so... So Max Glenn back on strike. He's definitely the set better out here now as far as a T20 match goes anyway. And can he uh, pull out some fireworks here? They've got to push the go button soon. Here he goes. He's going to smash this one all the way over the fence for six. And again, that's going to roll down towards Falcon Lodge. That's more like it. And that makes the score now three for 98. They need more of this. So here goes Ollie Knight again to Max Glenn. And oh, oh it's going to be four. And the fielder's almost... He's hurt That's his hand hurt. here trying to take the catch. That was hit very hard. That was Matt Alexander. We've got another injury out here. The walking wounded the Bears. Yeah, and that's important because he'll still have an over up his sleeve as well that they'll want him to bowl at the death. But, yeah, it could be a, a dislocated finger or worse in that short, fine leg position. Oh, that would have stung. First ball from Alexander gets whipped by Glenn into the vacant cow corner. Oh. Splits the two fielders for four. It tees both of them, but a much-needed boundary for the Dolphins. Three for one, one, three. Here, one over into the one ball delivery into the 16th. So 11 runs, ne 11 runs and over needed. I mean, that's going to be crucial now, getting the boundary off the first ball of the over, because that now puts pressure on the bowler. He could probably concede another boundary, but if he does that, then there's real stress. Well, they're looking for the vacant fine leg. A good bit of innovation there from the batter. He knows that there's no one behind uh, the square leg umpire, and if he can just get over towards the offside, he can uh, play it around the corner for f another four, much-needed four runs. That's eight off the over now. Now the pressure is on North Sydney with four balls left. 
And now they can just play for the singles mm. and they get the twelve and they get to twelve runs, which is meets the over requirement. Well, Jenkins here now, and the reverse sweep comes out and straight to Alexander, who I think's put out the injured hand to try and stop it. He put out the left hand that time. They said he was he can't look, win. He was looking out he was looking at it afterwards, but it's gone through him for four. I think that might be fifty as well. I think that might have been fifty. Is it? No. Yes. It is. 52 off 37 for, for Max, Max Glenn. Glenn. Striking so, at 140, Max Glenn. Well, he's going to have to be there if um, if Eastern Suburbs are going to have any chance of winning this. He needs to be there at the end. As the next delivery comes in, big flat sweep. And that's going to go to the boundary there as well. Although he's getting through the over pretty quickly, the runs are flowing a little bit more here now. Three for 135 with one delivery left in the over. This is a much better over here from Eastern Suburbs. And Mac Jenkins... He's going to have to try and figure out what he's going to do for this last delivery. Yeah, he's already gone for 12 off this over so far. It's a big over that they needed here, East, to keep themselves in it. And again goes down the ground, injured hand and all. But Matt Alexander is able to take the catch, and maybe that's the last hope of uh, Eastern Suburbs goes with it. But as I said, to go for 12 and then get the wicket off the last ball of the over, Jenkins gets the breakthrough. Max Glenn's gone for 58 off 41, and now four for 135 here with two overs to go here, Eastern Suburbs. And the new batter coming in is number nine, Mitchell Saberis. And uh, a big job to do here now, and it is exactly 30 runs needed off the last two overs. It is fast approaching. Mm. It is fast approaching three runs of delivery at this stage. Well, 15 runs and over off the last two... You've seen it being done before. That's, I think, the, the one thing you can give to East is that it, it's not, it's not, it's not a rare occurrence. It might be uncommon, mm. but, it, but we do. It is a thing that we do see happen. As it looks like, will be Alexander to bowl over number 19. He's going to want to have to do the job for the Bears here. He's going to have to leave Mac Jenkins or whoever's going to bowl that final over as many runs as possible. If he goes for. 15 or 16 here and they only need 14 off that last over that could be deadly but if he goes for only six that could almost put the uh, final nail in the coffin here for east but don't go anywhere whether you're here on uh, the 100.1 fm friday replay or live on the sports stream or on frog box i still think there's a bit of life left in this game as alexander comes back in for his final little over here over number 19 and gets the bottom edge and the uh, run through for one, they'll look for two, but uh, good piece of fielding from third man coming in. So it's now uh, four for 136 here. I said a good over here in the 19th. Can really set it up here for Eastern Suburbs as he comes in around the wicket to the right-hander. Big time. What a shot by the new batsman. First delivery goes for six. Mitchell Saberis, we saw him do the job with the ball. Can he be the saviour with the bat here as well for the Dolphins? And that's gone down that hill on the... It's the first major shot that we've seen go on the eastern side of the field. Still disappointed nothing's ended up on the freeway. But it's, it's, there's still 10 balls to go. Well, don't be too sure about that. That's running down the hill there. That's a very steep drop. Comes into Cody. And he swings big. He swings oh. hard. And that's six. Just when we thought this game might have been wrapped up and Kiwi Viz had it towards the Bears, 
That's a huge over for Alexander. He's gone from two for 10 off three for two for 28 off his four. And now they only need 12 to win to the Dolphins off that final over. Just remember, as we rewind about 37 or 38 minutes approximately. Yeah. <laughs> When I did say my last KiwiVis update, I did say a 0.9% chance of a super over. Right, and you did. I think all, all. I gave it a glimpse. I think all all <laughs> results except that rain out that you did get yeah. 0.1%. That might be just out of uh, calculations, but I think everything else is on here. So 12 required off six deliveries with the left arm spinner to bowl the final over. Mac Jenkins to bowl the last over. Penny for your thoughts. Where, where's where's San Alexander? How come he's got the uh, he's got the flick? I said no, this is fascinating. This I said he's got the better figures. Yeah, he does. They've gone under the radar with this chase, haven't they? They've just all of a sudden. Well, it's going to be a tense final over. A hush goes around here, and the first one goes up and it goes over. There's no one down there. Mount Alexander will chase hard, but that's four, four off the first ball, eight off five required. He's practicing that shot again. He thinks it's going to be an opportunity. That's how he's going to win. He's going to go up and under <laughs> over the offside. Well, there's no one down there on that third man boundary. It, if you can get it over those two fielders inside the circle, it's the place to go. But as I said, the nerves are coming up here. Yeah, the Bears, pressure's on UTS North Sydney more, isn't it? It's certainly swung the opposite direction. And again, it's just hit on the, on the offside. It bounces, but body on the line, seven off four. Hey, uh, Morde, what are you doing up at Fairlight at the moment? Yeah, you can come down for a game. Yeah, sure. Great, thanks. Well, it'll be interesting to see if we see him on Sunday, where we will be uh, calling Manly as one of our games. As uh, The left hand is now on strike, and he pushes it down to the fielder at long on. They'll look for two. Good change over. They come back, but the throw's sloppy. They come back for two. Good running by Eastern Suburbs. Five off three. Four for Four one for sixty. Keep saying that super over. I think that'll get dark before they can even have the super over. Are the lights here enough to have the super over? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, they're not on, so usually they take a little while to warm up. So tension, the drama, the buzz, the crowd, the atmosphere. His hands here. hurting, I think, as well. Oh, what can Jenkins do? He comes in again, and Cody gets it in the block hole. Good fielding there on the offside. Just the single. Four off two. Oh, the tenths. We, we thought this game might have been over a little while ago, particularly when Angus Robson made his way back for a well-made 50. But I said, they've never given up here, Eastern Suburbs, and now four off two required. Oh, it's wide outside off stump and oh. cold. He's made, he's made the decision to leave the ball, and the umpires agreed. Three off two, Kiwi Mick. Unbelievable. This is why Talk we about love timing your run. We love this is why we love T20 cricket. It can ebb and flow, and this one again is high. They'll come back for two for sure, at least, as the fielder out there on the offside gets it just inside the boundary. Scores are level here. Kiwi meet the look you're giving that me right 0.9%. now. percent You see, cricket's a funny game. You never can never discount anything in this game. No. And you 0.9% chance 41 minutes ago, I said, <laughs> of a super over. Mate, I this is this is this is what we, we, we love calling these games for. You think one team's out of it and they come crashing back into it. They needed 30 off 12. They didn't did. They? They did. They needed 30 off 12. We told, we said if they could get a good 19th over, mm. that it was certainly on, and they did. 28, uh, 18 off uh, 
Matt Alexander, who only went for 10 off his first uh, three overs. The field comes inside the circle. There's only the one fielder outside at Cow Corner for the big hoik. you got to just think they're just going to hit and run. What can Jenkins produce here? What can Shabaris do? And he just slashes it in the offside. They run. They go to the bowlers and they appeal for the run out. He's dropped the ball. He's dropped the ball. He's made his ground. And that's a win for Eastern Suburbs here against the odds. What about that, Kiwi Mick, for some cricket on your Thursday afternoon? That's sensational, isn't it? What an effort by Eastern Suburbs. We always thought their run rate was a bit slow, but they just in that last three or four overs when they had to, they nailed it. And I was saying they were only sort of two wickets down. They had plenty of wickets left in the shed earlier when their run rate wasn't that good, but it's proven that wickets in hand mm. is key. North Sydney lost eight wickets in their innings. Eastern Suburbs lost four, was it? Yes. So there we go. Wow, this crowd is shocked. It absolutely shocked. It's just a hush around Yeah, Andrews. unbelievable. Well, what a turn of events with... UTS North Sydney seemingly on the pathway to victory. A brilliant performance, not only from Max Glenn, Angus Robson, Thomas Cody, and Mitch Sabaris to drag the Dolphins over the line off the last ball of the match. Angus Robson, the captain, finishing with 55 off 51. Max Glenn, 58 off 41. And the two middle-order batters at the end, Thomas Cody, 18 not out off 14. Mitch Sabara, 17 not out off just seven deliveries. And Eastern Suburbs winning by six wickets off the last ball. It's a hard pill to swallow for UTS North Sydney after seemingly having the match under control. But the loss of Justin Avendano in the field, followed by Matt Alexander with his hand injured, ended up being the momentum killer for the Bears as they went down to the Dolphins. What a game it was. What an atmosphere it was over at Bon Andrews Oval. And we can't wait to call more games from there in the future. Before we finish up here, a very special thank you to our special guest, the uh, Tim Andrews, the member for Willoughby, who joined us for the call, really talking to us today about the importance of the relationship of community sports, not only with regards to cricket, but also rugby league and the great fest, um, building partnership that is now starting to build between the North Sydney Bears Rugby League and the UTS North Sydney Cricket Club once again. Who knows? The celebrity match may actually get off the ground, so stay tuned for that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is full time here for Splinters the Bench podcast on Triple H one hundred point one FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com/triplehfm.com.au and wherever you get your podcasts. On behalf of our special guest Tim James, uh, on behalf also of Matt Mears. And Mick Reinish, I'm Anthony Caruso. Run hard or run home. Good night. Thank you for joining us for Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. You can also find us streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcasts.com and all good podcast and streaming sites.